0: Welcome to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. Today we set aside usual topics of uh, politics and uh, arts and culture, uh, books. Uh, We hope interesting topics for you. Uh, By the way, tomorrow we're going to be talking about the Americans with Disabilities Act with some uh, people from the Centers for Persons with Disabilities at USU. Interesting discussion, we hope. But today we're going to be talking about programming changes at Utah Public Radio. The focus is on the station itself, the programming itself. Uh, As you no doubt been hearing, uh, changes are happening today, Um, and we'll be talking about some of those changes. We'll talk about the rationale behind them, how we made these decisions, and we're giving you the opportunity to uh, respond to the changes Here's the phone line, toll-free anywhere you're listening, 1-800-826-1495, 1-800-826-1495. You can join us by email to upraxcess at gmail.com, upraxcess at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter as well, at Utah Public Radio. We welcome in our station manager, Peg Arnold. Hello. Thanks for coming in. I'm happy to be here. Uh, so let's, let's begin with the background. What, uh, sure. Why, why are we making these changes?
1: We did an extensive survey uh, with our listeners, members, and non-members, and um, we started that in February. So we started with a design, trying to figure out what programming people want to hear. What do they want most from us? And so we um, contracted the services of Peter Domanowski, who is Market Trends Research, and we designed a survey. Um, that really looked at all of our programming, all of the types of programming that were available, and how people were using us as a radio station, and um, designed questions that were very concise and and very focused to try and understand what people would like to hear, what what people want to hear next. And um, Tommy, were part of that process right. in in designing it, and uh, we used Qualtrics, which is um, here at USU in terms of um, being able to analyze all the data that came back. And um, what, it, go was ahead. Good, it was a good
0: response. It, it was, w- was an excellent response to the was, survey. So, was, so thank you for that.
1: Yes, thank you to everyone that, that contributed. We used um, certainly uh, a call on our air. We had email that went out to all of our members. Um, we had email that went out to all of USU constituents, Facebook, um, Social other social media, and we tried to gather as many opinions from as many places across the state, um, from listeners and non-listeners alike, and um, so we got a great response. And then we poured through that data to find Mm -hmm. out what was there, and we came up with some interesting interesting observations. Yeah,
0: let me preface that have you talk about those observations uh, by saying that. in a position of running a, a radio station, a statewide sa- service. Uh even sort sort of a narrowed down niche uh, such as public radio. Uh it, you can have all different kinds of audiences, all different kinds of tastes for people, and you can't please everybody. Uh, we we try to do the best we could, <laughs> but there are some trade-offs and and uh, you know your your program might be gone or or moved, and we recognize that there's some some heartburn with that.
1: Right. We do. Um, at the same time, we want to bring um, new things. We want to bring what's basically the new the new generation, the new cutting edge of of public radio to Utah. We want to bring things that aren't in your market or you haven't had an opportunity um, to hear before. And so we're basing all of this programming. On the survey, and i would I would say too this isn't the first survey of this type for the station right right um Tom, you can speak to the historic yeah. uh, parts of that mm-hmm.
0: well we've we've had and it's had to do with uh, just a turnover at the top uh, in your position Peg, it's, uh, uh we would uh we would do a survey, we would uh, be engaged in decisions on do we make changes or not, and what would that look like. And uh, then the station manager would leave. We get a, a new station manager. We went through that about three times. Um, so hopefully you'll be here for a while, and uh, and we we actually. Uh saw the process through this time
1: right and thank you to the people that that participated along the way Um, we asked you spoke We're we're listening we're listening very carefully to what it is that you said and um, i can give you some ideas of of what came back in that survey yes
0: yeah what were the trends that we saw
1: well um, most people valued news and information that was a very major theme in the content Uh, they like news information and cultural programming um, so we tried to look at what we offered, and if we have a news and information base, that's where the majority of our listeners are, how can we branch out from that to bring in cultural pieces that that um, bring you both information and entertainment at the same time? We tried to look at at, at the opportunities as opposed to the distinctions within, within the data.
0: Um, so news and information – um, let me let me go back to the point I made earlier, and, and uh, you know we, we welcome all comments here. <laughs> if if there's a new program you're excited about, we'd love to hear about it. Uh, if your program has moved or, or gone, uh, you know, tell us about it. Uh, here's a, a Twitter a tweet from uh, Spence, who says, uh, "Taking performance today out of the daytime lineup makes me feel like I'm being punched in the ears. No news is good news." So he like he's it. very well phrased, Spence, and I, you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm sorry, you know, for for your your loss of your daytime listening there, uh, and uh, I know you realize, Spence, that you can get it in the evening, but but for you, uh, daytime was when you when you enjoyed performance today. So that that was his that's his comment. And no news is good news. Some some listeners, I think, would agree with Spence that the, they don't want news, but I, I I think your point, Peg, is that uh, a, a great majority of our survey respondents said they preferred the news.
1: That's right, and a large portion of our audience said um, that they tune out for classical midday, and um, we we had a couple open-ended questions in our survey, and one of them was simply what makes you turn off UPR, and when nearly half of the participants on an open-ended question, no no uh, radio buttons to click, no suggestions came back with classical and opera then we know that our audience is very fragmented there and we were losing great um participation and people staying with us through the day when they would hit um 11 o'clock they they'd -hmm. they'd tune out Mm -hmm. so we have to that's reality too um, we know that there's a, a base of people that love classical music. I'm one of them. Um, I really am. I, I love classical music, but I like it anytime and I like it in the evenings. So um, may, maybe many of you will as well. But to divide our audience in half or less and try to continue to um, be a service to the public, that's, that's a difficult proposition right there.
0: Uh, here is a, uh, a caller didn't want to go in the air, but uh, wanted to pass this message along. Uh, so if I, I uh, convey your message, uh, caller, uh, accurately. Uh, they wanted to, uh, us to know that uh, she's very unhappy about the loss of classical music format. Uh, she felt that you can uh, find news information anywhere online, but she prefers listening to classical music via the radio. That's a very interesting point. And, of course, yes. the argument cuts the other way. That's what you know. If you, if you, if you like uh, news, and if you want to put news on, you can make the argument, the exact reverse of that. But uh, Peg, I'll have you respond to that. You can. She says that you can find news and information anywhere. She likes listening to classical music on on the radio, so she's she's sad about uh, losing classical midday.
1: I understand. I do. I, I I excuse me. I may feel that way some days too. Um, certainly, but. Uh, when we think about news is everywhere, let's let's talk about that a little bit and think about the quality of that news. Um, public radio is different. It's more in-depth. Um, we try to bring multiple sides to a story. We try to really investigate all avenues that go into what's happening in the world. We try to be on uh, current and immediate and really give more insight and more um consideration to the events of the day and that's what here and now will bring it's 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 live it's a collaboration between bur and npr and it looks at what's happening in this day's news, and then brings you experts, brings you correspondents from all over the world, member stations from all over the country, um, to to bring more insight into what may be just the headlines, or um, you know, a newscast, just the basic facts, or trying to bring you a, a deeper side of an understanding of what's happening in the
0: world. I wonder if you could um, we could recreate the discussion that we've had. I don't know, months and months and months. <laughs> especially you <laughs> and I, Peg. Right. Um, uh, we we had long discussions about about classical music, especially. Yes. And about the fact that that is a service that you don't find anywhere else on the radio It Used to be on commercial stations, you'd have classical. Uh, that's you know, unless you're in the really big markets, you're you're not going to find that. And so we're very cognizant of the fact that up till today, midday, we were the only statewide service for Classical. And now for midday, that changes. Uh, and and we saw that in terms of service and, and, and still, you know, have a little, few pangs that, that that's a service that we're no longer providing midday. Uh, I wonder if you could uh, talk a bit about that.
1: Well, it is a service. Um but it's a service it, as hard as this is to even think or say. It's a service to a segment of the population as opposed to the total population. and that's not easy to say. It's not easy to think. Um I certainly enjoy classical music too. but I have to look at the broader the broader scene, and if we're losing half or more of our audience every day, um then what brings them back? I mean, Tom and I have really, really uh, wrestled with this question. If people tune out for classical and opera, and they go somewhere else, they do something else, they turn to our competition, um, they turn to other forms of entertainment, um, what brings them back? And if you continue to um, segment your listenership, what do you have in terms of and ability to grow an audience it's a it's a very difficult difficult landscape to work within
0: and I think the the big maybe the underlying the, the, the large rationale for our changes is we need to grow audience we, we don't need to go commercial radio route and get the you know the absolute largest audience possible what we but we have to grow audience to be able to be here to provide the service and that's the that's the bottom line
1: it is, and we look at we look at our fundraising numbers. We look at the support that comes in, um, the comments when you when you support the station during pledge drive, and we find that we're we're having a hard time raising money in shows that are are very selective, have a selective um, audience, and that makes it hard to keep them on the air. Hmm. We have um, a budget. We have to raise the money to support all of the other services that happen here in the station, which includes our new service, which includes our, our national and international programming, which includes our internship program, which includes everything that we can offer, um, our website, our Everything, everything, and if we don't have enough money to do that, then we have to look at what we're offering and see if there's a, a way that we can raise that money. We can grow our audience.
0: Let's go to a caller. Uh, this is a caller from Washington County. Glad you called. Go ahead with your question or comment.
1: Well, good morning.
2: Um, one thing I I don't remember. I did take the survey, and I am a sustaining member, and. Um, I don't remember this from the survey, but if you had posed a question, is there any program that you would really be sorry if it left the the schedule? Did you have any question like that? Because the one that I'm so shocked, and I guess I just hadn't paid attention until yesterday when it was announced that that was the last Prairie Home Companion. Mm -hmm. I was so shocked I nearly fell down. This is their last year, and you you decided not to broadcast their last season with Garrison Keeler. I cannot. I, I, I'm in shock still, absolutely in shock.
1: Well, I can I can give you a few thoughts on that.
2: Um, I mean, I can stream him. I can sit here in front of the computer and stream the program if I want to, but. Oh, my goodness. I just can't imagine uh, that. I, I can't imagine that decision. Um, again, if, if the question had been posed, is there one program that you look at in the schedule for the week that you would miss? Um, and, and that, you know, and Prey Home Companion was on the block. If I had known that, boy, would I have made, let you know.
1: I'd like to uh, tell I, you a couple of yeah. things that might be helpful. Garrison is retiring, and he has chosen... Well, yeah, that's
2: why this is the most important year to, to, to put it on to me. He is retiring, yes, but if unless you have to buy a, a several-year package.
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah, let me explain that a little bit more. He's retiring. He's um, selected a replacement host, so the show changes. The show changes... Um, this season it's it's going to be a very different show and the pricing of that show is extremely high in fact i would argue it's one of the the most expensive programs that we purchase so we okay. um so we know we know that the program changes we know that we have not been able to fundraise on it um for years and years and so it is it is the, we we also have to look at how we choose programming based on being good stewards of public funding and if i if we're spending a ton of money on a show that we can't recoup those those expenses from then then that's a problem and if the show is changing okay. and the host is retiring um, there will be audience that that goes away from that show so it is well, i understand
2: i understand that but still i'm saying this is the last year his last year seems to me a, a year to celebrate that program uh uh for whatever reason but to me it's a npr staple uh, i've followed it no matter where i've lived um you know it's it's a big deal and uh of all the if i want to say all the disappointment there's plenty of things that you're adding that i like uh but um, i'm disappointed in several things about the schedule but this is you know this is the killer for me uh, i'm not going to stop sending you i'm certainly not going to stop listening uh npr upr is too important to me but um that my sense of disappointment in your decision is is large. So thanks for listening to me. I'll listen to the rest of the
0: program. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And Peg, I wonder. I was thinking about the other question, which was, did we have a? I don't think we had a specific question on the survey that said, if this program were gone, I'd be, you know, very disappointed. That that we had kind of similar questions, but we didn't have that specific question. I I don't recall.
1: No, I don't think we had it phrased in that way what hmm. we did was asked we listed all of our programs our segments all of our um, content in a list and had people indicate you know what what they listen to the most what day parts they listen to the most um, we did not put it in the reverse context of if it went away what would you what, you know what would be troubling um so but we did have the information in, in the direction of what do you like. And um, Prairie Home Companion was not high on that list. Um, it, it was not high on that list at all. And if you could understand how disappointing it is to us, um, we followed that program for 40 years as well. And it is, it is an iconic piece of public radio. Definitely. It definitely is. But it is, is very disappointing to, um, pitch that show to, um, uh, you know, to put it in, in the rotation of the fun drive and have it literally come up very empty, like a couple hundred dollars compared to the, what is it? $13,000 we, you know, we have to spend mm. to bring it to you, um, It's a difficult equation, very Mm -hmm. difficult. We struggled with it. Yeah,
0: and that that money allows us to bring in a bunch of new programs. So that was a calculation that we because we had to do this budget neutral. That's an interesting point that our caller brings up. I hadn't thought about it in that that way. You know, I've been thinking about it in terms of well, Garrison's retiring, so this this is a good time to to go to different programming. Our our caller has a different perspective. That uh, important for her to to hear the the last year of, of Garrison. So appreciate that that perspective. Uh, we need to take a break. Let's take a quick break. And we have a couple of callers on the line. We'll ask you to be patient. This will just be a one-minute break. Uh, we have an email as well. By the way, the uh, the way you can reach us is uh, toll-free 1-800-826-1495, 1-800-826-1495, or upraxcess at gmail.com, upraxcess at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter, at Utah Public Radio. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Are the programming changes uh, pleasurable to you or or causing you some heartburn? And I think we're hearing both strains. And uh, this is your opportunity to respond. Our guest is our station manager, Peg Arnold. More following the break.
3: Programming on Utah Public Radio is made possible in part by our members and Cafe Ibis Gallery Deli at 52 Federal Avenue in Logan, featuring seasonal, local, and organic foods. Open for breakfast 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. and lunch 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Saturday, Sunday brunch at 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Menu information available at CafeIvis.com.
4: The
5: question you'd most like to ask the most powerful politician, the most innovative scientist, the most talented musician, is the kind of question here and now puts to those very people. Your curiosity is our curiosity. Here and Now gets the answers, and we share them with you every weekday. Join us for Here and Now on Utah Public Radio.
3: Stay tuned for Here and Now from NPR, coming this morning at 10 o'clock on Utah Public Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Access Utah. And in the break, uh, we heard uh, 10 o'clock for Here and Now. It's 11 o'clock. I'll uh, correct Bennett it there. Uh, 11 o'clock here now is coming up. Uh, This is a tweet from Cade, who says, I'm so excited that Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is coming to UPR. Hashtag best interviews ever. Bullseye is coming on Saturdays, I believe, uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, Um, it is. Starting this Saturday.
1: Um, Was that Kate? did you say? Uh, Cade. Cade. Cade, I tell you, that was one of the um, real surprises in my previewing of, of programs, too. I thought it was just wonderful. Uh, Jesse Thorne is about thirty, early 30s, and he um, has been in radio for quite some time. He brings a maturity and a public radio sensibility uh, to what's happening for for younger people and what's new in the world, and I've I've really been taken by him as well. So so thank you for that comment. I hope a lot of our audience um, has an opportunity to tune in. He he really has something unique happening there, and um, quite a presence for for everyone to enjoy. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: It, it is a fun program. hope you tune in for that. Uh, our listeners, our callers have been patient, so first we go to Elaine in River Heights. Uh, Elaine, glad you called. Go ahead with your question or comment.
3: Hi, yeah. Um, I obviously also have mixed feelings about some of the things. I'm excited about some of the new stuff. Um, I'm really going to miss the classical music in the afternoons, but um, I guess my question is, what are you going to do with your second stream? Um, because it would be great to be able to... Have some of that over there, more folk music, more classical music, maybe some repeats of, fa- you know, from my favorites like The Splendid Table and Zorba Pastor. What are you going to do with that um, UPR 2?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked, <laughs> <Lynn. Yes>. Um <laughs> we, we, We're not, we're going to do, it's it's going to be all classical all the time. So we're, we're, we're not doing some of the other things you suggest, which are great suggestions. But we uh, we figured this would be a, a service that we could provide, admittedly a service that some of our audience probably won't migrate to, but at least we have, we'll have classical music all the time over there for, for folks on our HD2 signal.
3: Um, I, I know, for instance, I love Exploring Good Music. That's one of my favorite shows because really, he brings out really interesting... Isn't, is that what it's called, or Adventures uh, in Good Music? Uh,
0: uh, exploring Music, yes, yes.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, some really... He brings out wonderful insights about music and composers and whatnot, and even even did a focus on Maurice Abrabanel recently. I heard that one, forth. yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thinking about some of those, I would love to hear a repeat of performance today during the daytime on, on UPR2 and ex, um, exploring music and... Um, some of those things, so I'm hoping you'll consider those. I I don't have an HD radio, but I would get one.
0: <laughs> well, and, and and the the HD radio, that technology is kind of fizzled. So I think we're, we're people are consuming the, the 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 HD D, D2 stream online. So you just go to online. our website, yeah.
3: So that means that it's really not available in your car either. So
0: yeah, yeah, and that's so uh, uh, and, kind of unless, you, unless you unless you have an HD radio in in areas of the state where you can pick up HD2.
3: Okay. Well, that was my question, and I, um, you know, I understand your reasoning for everything, and I'm excited about some of the new stuff, and I'm glad you're keeping some of the international news programs, and, um, yeah, we'll go forward.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, thanks, Elaine. Appreciate that. We'll, we'll take some of those ideas for HD2 on board. Um, let's go at, before we, and, and we'll pause before we respond to some of the other things that Elaine said we want to get our callers in. So David in Colorado's up next. David, glad you called.
6: Yes, hi, how are you?
0: Doing well. How about you?
6: Good, good. I, I don't know all the changes, but I just wanted to make a general comment. I'm on the border of Utah and Colorado, so I get Colorado public radio, and I also get all the other public radio stations from Moab and Western Colorado. <clears throat> I just why I've been listening to UPR now for minute, four years. I, do t- I am one of those guys that turned off as soon as... Classical music comes on, or, uh, or even uh, Prairie Home Companion. But um, I just wanted to say, I've been listening to radios from New York to Florida to California. And Utah Public Radio is one of the most unique stations in the country, I think your your pioneers your utah minute your as it has nobody ha- has as it happens which i think is you know i'd much rather hear canadian news than than american news with a with with some humor your gardening show is awesome splendid table the science and technology that's why i turn into upr plus of course friday saturday and sunday with your putamayo e-town shamrock and thistle woods hole um as I say, I think you're one of the most unique stations in the country, and I really enjoy listening to you. So I'm looking forward to the changes, even though I don't know them specifically. I don't have a internet up here.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, David, appreciate that. Yes. And and thank most you. of the programs you mentioned will will stay on,
6: yes. on UPR, including yeah.
0: as it happens. I, I, I yeah. It. yeah,
6: and more mm-hmm. science, more technology, more interviews like that Saturday. That, that'll that keep me tuned in all the time.
0: Okay. Thanks, David. Thank you. Appreciate um, that.
1: Thank
6: you. Great
1: Both of our callers have brought up international news, and that was a big consideration. We were trying um, to bring you diversity and to bring you uh, perspectives from around the world. So we kept, as it happens, from the CBC. We added Q from the CBC. In our BBC offerings, um, most stations take BBC World News, which is one stream um, content uh, created for world distribution. What uh, And Tom can talk to this more because he did a lot of work in terms of looking into the BBC offerings and trying to bring diversity. We were trying to approach topics of interest to our listeners. So arts and culture and um, trending is a show that's all about technology and how people are using it. We've got the conversation, which is about women um, in different parts of the world and how they're making it a go with business. So we've got um, discovery, which is science. So we took content from that survey that said you want more um, new, news and information, but you also want technology, science and technology. You want to know more about arts um, in news and we took some of those ideas and and really looked at the BBC offerings and we're trying to bring you diversity there. Now Tom, um, do you want to add to that? Well
0: there's a very interesting program called the Forum which I, which I've fallen in love with quickly where they take three people with uh, they take one topic, three people with expertise on that and uh, bring them to get, interview them separately, bring them together, and uh, then they have a feature called uh, uh, "Solve the World's Problems in 60 Seconds." So where you have an idea in 60 seconds, very innovative. Uh, we have the Arts Hour, BBC Arts Hour, as well. So we've added we've added some more BBC programming. Uh, responding again, and science and technology was high on the list of what people wanted on the survey as well. So yes, it was. And responding to that.
1: And we're bringing a couple more things. Um, the um, Department of Science here at USU is is creating a segment called Science by the Slice. We're also bringing Marketplace Tech Report, um, which you'll hear in your morning and afternoon news programs. Um, Discovery, BBC Discovery, is part of that, and and then we're we're also looking. You know, I mean, I think of this change as a as a um well, it's significant at this point. The station hasn't changed in a very very mm-hmm. long time yeah. um, but we're listening now we'll be listening as you as you try these things out and as you as you respond to it, we want to give the most people the best thing we can, and part of that is is continuing on this course of understanding exactly what what's working for you.
0: Uh, next up is Margaret in Vernal. Margaret says, "Been patient uh, and uh, joins us now." Margaret, glad you called.
4: Thank you. Uh, well, one of my problems is that I don't have internet, so I I can't. I don't really know what the changes are, but um, uh, from what I'm listening to, I'm I'm very happy that you've got all the uh, uh, news channels, BBC and the CBC, still on, which I think are very good. And they give you a different perspective to the uh, American news. And um, I wasn't sure whether the um, uh, classical music in the morning is still on or not.
0: Uh, what was that again, uh, Margaret?
4: Whether the classical music in the, in the morning, the weekday morning. Oh, mornings. yes.
0: Yes, up until 3 a.m. Yes. But so that's so still on? That's still on, yes. So oh, over, overnight, yes.
4: Uh, but w- what, what is not on?
0: Uh, well, we changed. Uh, uh, As it happens, it's still there. We just moved it back a half an hour. Uh, yeah. Then we go to performance today from nine to eleven, and then from eleven to th- eleven p.m. to three a.m. is is Beethoven Satellite Network, Classical Music. Um, and, well, and actually until four a.m. So we we extended that. That's yes, it. we
1: did. And five um, till five on weekends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh so uh, uh we've expanded BBC and and as as we made some of those decisions I had you in mind Margaret. I know you I knew <laughs> and people like you that love the BBC. So yes, I hope I hope you enjoy those. I do. <laughs> well thanks Margaret. Appreciate that. Um next up we have uh, Barbara in Roosevelt. Uh, looks like maybe we've lost uh, Barbara. Let's see if we can uh, get her. Okay, Barbara we'll ask you to call back. We're we we apologize for for dropping you there. Uh, Let me, uh, this will give me a chance to go to some emails that have been uh, coming in. This is from Steve. Steve says, it sounds from the way the conversation is going so far that there will be more non-musical content during the day and that the classical music will be heard in the evening. If so, I for one will applaud. During the day, though I do enjoy listening to performance today, etc., I would rather have my mind engaged in conversational programming during those hours. In the evening, I'm ready to relax with music. That said, my evening, um, uh, which I hope has not... uh, What I hope has not been gored is As It Happens, and Steve, I I assure you As It Happens, still be there, which I find a great recap of what has been going on that day. After that, I'm ready to kick back with music. So it sounds like we've hit the sweet, sweet spot with Steve anyway, (laughs) because uh, As It Happens, we'll run from 8 to 9, and then performance today classical music starts at 9 o'clock. So thanks for that uh, comment, Steve. Uh, Let me go to our next uh, commenter on uh, email, if I can pull my email up here. Um... And this is from Carl. He says, "Hi, Tom and Peg. Like most changes, I like most changes." He says, "Sad to see midday music go, but I understand." I try to use UPR2, but the commercials, quote-unquote, are much louder than the music, so I, I have to run over to turn down the level and then back up. Can that be solved? Uh, Carl, that has been solved. We've, uh, we've taken those so-called commercials. It's basically fundraising messages that have been running. We've taken those completely out, and all you'll have, along with classical music, there on HD2 now is the uh, station ID, which hopefully, I think, is at the same level as the music. Uh, also down here in St. George, it's Internet only. Which, uh, and we recognize that most people are going to consume our HD2 signal online anyway. So that's hopefully you can consume that there. That's yes. from, from Carl. Um, and here is another email. By the way, you can join us on email at upraxcess at gmail.com, upraxcess at gmail.com. Our number is 1 eight hundred eight two six one four nine five. 826 1495. This is for Tom. So I'll respond to this. Uh, this is from uh, uh, Denny and Gail. Tom, you're one of the most informed and interested people, interesting people we've ever heard regarding the years of opera KUSU has covered, showing your love of and for it. Um, So thank you for that. Um, What is your personal reaction to the loss of Saturday opera programs, including your fill-in to end the segment, Opera Saturday? Uh, How do you intend to fill that void? We'll miss your part in the opera segment as well as the opera option as well. Thanks for your interest and contribution. So Um, my personal reaction is I'm, I'm sad. I'm, you know, sad that we're moving opera. And we recognize that in moving opera, uh, to Sunday night, by the way, Sunday night at eight o'clock. So you'll still have opera there, but in moving it, we recognize that for some listeners, it is essentially gone because they won't migrate to, to Sunday. Uh, so my personal reaction is I'm, I'm sad that it won't be there. Love the Metropolitan Opera and, and the other opera offerings. Um, but I do recognize that uh, opera listeners—that's a small segment. It is even smaller than than classical music, um, and and so and anecdotally, this is the comment I've gotten over and over again. Uh, you know, personally, is when I get to eleven o'clock at eleven a.m. on Saturday, I tune away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I recognize that, and that's confirmed by the survey and many other studies that we've done. And so that one was actually even an easier decision. Uh, for us, including me, than the classical music. Because I, I do recognize that, that opera listening is a, is a smaller segment.
1: It's a very tiny segment. And uh, listening to opera on the radio is even smaller yeah. than people that like to listen, to go to the opera and, and perceive that as a, a theatrical performance. So um, it's a fragment of a fragment of a fragment of, <laughs> of an audience. And um, while, the other thing I want listeners to know is the Metropolitan Opera um, does not allow us any broadcast window. We have to play that live and we have to play it on Saturday at 11 o'clock, which is kind of an odd time for an opera. Most people aren't going to the opera at 11. But because of those broadcast restrictions, um, we, we we also can't put it anywhere else in the schedule. So we couldn't even move it to, to Sunday at 5 if we wanted to. The only time you can air the Met is when um, it's a live feed. So there are limitations um, that are presented to us that dominate our entire Saturday schedule. And and that's that's a big package to have to Wrestle with, you know, um, we can't move it. We can't time shift it. We can't. We can't do anything. It either takes up our whole midday on Saturday, or it's not there. It's one or the other, and and that's why it's so difficult, so mm-hmm. difficult that we don't have options. We yeah. just didn't have options.
0: Right. So we hope that you'll you know follow the opera to uh, Sunday night at uh, to eight. Mm-hmm. We did want to make sure that we still had it. Uh, The Metropolitan Opera won't move because they don't allow time shifting. Um, So, you know, realize that that'll be be a problem for some people. Um, And uh, regarding my program, Opera Saturday, that essentially goes away um, because that was a time filler. I enjoyed it over the years. It was wonderful. Uh, There will be occasions where I'll do some special programs. Um, but, but I hope you'll join me for those. So thanks for those comments, uh, Gail and uh, Denny. We go next to Barbara. Uh, Barbara and Roosevelt, who has joined us again. We apologize for dropping you before. So, uh, Barbara, welcome to the program.
7: Hello. Um, I'm to the point of tears here. I've loved the music part. That's been my favorite part on the radio. And you said, well, half people uh... said they turned it off with the music now the half that half is going to turn it off when it's not the music um, mm-hmm. that has been my most favorite part the, uh... performance today exploring music opera i appreciate the your programming there and listen to it usually all day long but my most favorite part has been all the music programs i feel bad to lose that especially during the day and uh... calling our kids quickly here uh, they were online and turned in surveys supporting all the programs that we love and all the music programs. But, you know, some of us are, are not online, yet we love the radio and we're listening to it. In fact, maybe more so uh, with things we're doing in our homes and things that way. So I uh, hope we can give a, a push for, for music and if it's a possibility to work some of it back in
0: thanks Barbara thank you appreciate you appreciate your comment Peg that's uh, that's a good comment you know that every every argument we've been making for people to stop listening when the music comes on you just reverse that for for uh, now our new schedule where we have news uh, I think the point there is that I would make before you respond Peg is is we we needed we felt we, we it was imperative that we grow the audience and we felt like the bigger audience was going to be with Midday News, recognizing that uh, that uh, some classical listeners won't have that anymore, and, and will be sad about that. Like Barbara,
1: yes, and thank you, Barbara, for for calling in and expressing your your thoughts. It is a difficult decision, but it's also a decision um, based in in affordability and our ability to. Um, to grow audience and be able to sustain the station in a in a dynamic way where we can continue to bring in um, vibrant offerings. So, I I do hear you. I and I understand. I hope that the classical in the evenings and some of it on um, possibly on HD. Or well, you said you didn't. Your children are working with the computers to do the survey, so you're probably not listening online. Um, but hopefully the evening. Um, is something um that you will enjoy as well and i hope that you will give it give the new programming a try maybe it's um something you haven't heard before and there might be things in there that that um you you like i hope so uh, uh
0: just to reset the scene here i'm talking with station manager peg arnold we're talking about programming changes on utah public radio which uh, hopefully you've been hearing about we've been uh, been running a bunch of promos on this and they're taking effect today and so we're getting uh Putting finger on the pulse here here's your opportunity to respond and we've gotten some good ideas and, and some good good feelings have been expressed here and uh, and um, hope that you'll find uh, something in the new programming that, that you enjoy uh, the number is one 1-800-826-1495, 1-800-826-1495. we have about ten minutes uh, actually less than that about uh, six minutes left in the program here. And uh, access at gmail.com, access at gmail.com is how you respond to us by email. Let's go our, to our next caller, Georgia, in Cedar City. Georgia, glad you called.
5: Well, it's good to visit with you this morning. And I, I, I the thing that I've loved listening this morning, I, I think we all feel like you program just for us. As individuals and so when there changes I'm sure all, all of us are going to be happy about some things and like how of they do that that was my program but um, but I, I do enjoy the great variety and I, I am excited to, to hear uh, the new things that are coming I'm pretty much retired and I live alone and so radio is kind of my my home companion and I, I love the opportunity to learn about international things and things going on in the world that you don't always hear in Utah. You might hear them in New York or Los Angeles, but they're not necessarily in our local news. And I think that the, these radio programs bring some of that discussion, some of the ideas, some of the research, and, and I think it's really exciting to have those available. So I know we're not all going to be satisfied with what's gone away or what's changed, but as a whole, I think we're going to be stimulated by the opportunities we have to gain new knowledge and have information. So I'm looking forward to that from that viewpoint.
0: Thank you, Georgia. Yes, Appreciate that. Thank
1: you, Georgia. You've you've summarized um, what we're hoping for too, very very nicely, uh, because of that is it that we're trying to bring um, new ideas, new perspectives, and um, some opportunities to to engage in content that they uh, that listeners might not find elsewhere.
0: Thank you good. for the for thank the call.
5: You. Well, and good luck with that. I'm sure you've had headaches and sleepless nights, and oh, can we really do this and I think it's, it's hard to combine the, the business pressure, the, the, you know, the listening audience pressure with, with our everyone feeling like this was my radio station and the programs were just for me. But I hope we'll be able to, to transition and still have that some of that feeling and but enjoy the new things as well. So thanks, thanks for all you do.
0: Thanks, Georgia. Um, and I, I echo Georgia's sentiment. That's what, That's our hope. Our sincere hope is that you'll continue to feel that this is your radio station.
1: And that you will find new things yeah. um, that are appealing to you, because we're we're listening for you. I mean, I mean, we can't program a, no one can program a station just for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good point that Georgia raised. Uh, we do, but we do um, we do feel real personal about radio it's an intimate medium and um it's one person talking to another and it's it's very important that that content be of a of a interest of a caliber um that's satisfactory
0: okay it looks like the callers are stacked up we'll try to uh, try to uh, handle this as quickly as we can before the end of the program next up is diana in on i-15 uh, glad you called go ahead with your question or comment Sounds like we're we can barely hear her. Dana, we'll we'll try to we'll try to get you through here. Um, you hello. Been, oh, oh, hello. Uh, Hi. You be, you've been waiting patiently. Love, Thank you. I
2: love living on Earth. I love information programs. I I usually uh, I live in North Ogden, so it's you're usually static for me on my radio.
0: Oh, I'm sorry about that.
2: But when I. When I can catch Living on Earth, I just love that program, and I want more environmental programs. Our Earth is suffering terribly right now, and we need to do all we can to live more sustainably. I also love your gardening program.
0: Great. We'll pass that comment on to, on to Brian. Um, and, yes, I and Living on Earth, we, we wanted to make sure that that was in our lineup. We've got it in its regular time, and then it's also uh, repeated um, I believe, isn't it, Peg?
1: It is on um, Sunday morning at five.
0: Sunday, Sunday morning.
1: In that same, um, we did learn about environmental interest in our survey, and, and on being humankind, those programs are are very much appreciated, and we're continuing with them. We've we've tried to reorganize things so that people that are interested in that kind of information can can get to it easily.
0: So thank thank you, so you so Dana. And Bye-bye. that came up uh, prominent on the survey. It has every survey we've ever done that people, our listeners, want a lot of environmental reporting mm-hmm. and programs on that. Um, we've tried to respond in Access Utah, for example.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So behind the scenes anecdote, I, uh, we were doing an Earth Day program, and I told that to a colleague. And he said, well, every day is Earth Day on, on Access Utah. And I, which is, which is <laughs> maybe a little bit of a backhanded compliment, maybe one note. But I think we're, we're very much trying to respond to, to listeners' interest in environmental issues.
1: Right. And our source program, the source. The is, source on, it, it, on water this year. Is, yes. a, is a key part of that. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, so we have uh, this um, caller did not want to go on the air, but uh, did, uh, did uh, give their message to our, our producer. So they are they're not happy, like put it that way about the programming changes. They are withdrawing their support. They say there's too much news, and this just exacerbates the problem. Um, classical and a Prairie Home Companion are really what made u p r for this listener, so there's there's uh, that listener so i'm I'm sorry that your specific programs are, are going away. Caller yes, sincerely sorry about that.
1: and hoping that you can sample, just give some things a try. Um, they're brand new. Uh, maybe you haven't heard them before. If 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 we're just hoping, you know, that we are of some service to you, and we offer something that that you're still interested
0: in. Our next caller is Beverly in uh, Bear Lake. Beverly, glad you called. Go ahead with your question or comment.
5: I am really sad to hear that the Prairie Home Companion is leaving. I've been listening to that since it first started. <laughs> My favorite show. Uh, I love your environmental programs. Uh, that's very good and. Uh, uh, what about, uh, are you keeping uh, Performance Today and uh, yes. uh, the other right. any of the other music programs in yes. the daytime?
1: Not in the daytime, in the evening. Performance Today will be at 9, and then Beethoven Satellite Network overnight.
5: Um, and um, the one with uh, Childs?
1: Fred Childs' Performance Today, yes.
5: And and the one that has the piano puzzler on that?
1: That's Wednesdays, that's um, Bruce Adolph, that's part of performance today yes that
5: will be on Wednesdays
0: yeah in, in the evening now be, between 9 and 11 yeah oh, I, I think that
5: too bad I work evenings. Oh, <laughs> oh that's too bad <laughs> but uh, Prairie Home Companion I guess I'll have to find it on the internet somewhere if I want to keep listening huh?
0: right. All right I guess well, I, I could I make I really another like suggestion your, Peg, but I,
5: other programming <laughs> I do agree with the people who say too much news is too much news and we don't need any more news. It's all bad. Right. So, you you agree with that sorry sentiment? About
0: that. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you, and I hope you'll find some you. some programs that you do that you do enjoy uh, the, the new schedule. Um, let me uh, let me alert um, our production staff. We may go over top of the hour. Uh, we'll just and we'll we'll play. Um, wild about utah later in the day i want to accommodate all the listeners that we can here so we just keep rolling with with the calls here for for the next five minutes or so uh so the number is 1-800-826-1495 1-800-826-1495 we'd love to know what you think here's an opportunity for you to interact with the program director that's me and the station manager peg arnold who joins me uh, on our programming changes which take effect today our next caller is ann in uh, saint george Ann, glad you called Hello. Hello. Go ahead with your question or comment.
4: I'm I'm afraid I'm going to be negative about your changes okay. too. I okay. was so shocked yesterday when I heard them say that was the last Prairie Home Companion. I've listened to it for years. I've seen Garrison Keeler on stage in person and it's I just don't know what I'll do without that on. I'll have to look for it elsewhere. I am a sustaining member and I am seriously considering withdrawing that simply because I, this is a classic. I can't. I didn't participate in the survey because I didn't think there'd be any possibility that you would take that off the air, and I'm disappointed now that I didn't. Um, I will miss the classical music. That's another reason I listen. Uh, your unique programs I do enjoy, but I will miss those things. And I guess I'm one of your older retired listeners, but I will miss the consistency of what I've had for years. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry you've made these changes.
0: Oh, thank uh, you. Well, thank you for the comments, anyway. Yes, Anne. thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that uh, those are going. I, I don't know, Peg. I, I
1: <laughs> well, a prairie home changes no matter what. Yeah. garrison goes away, yeah. and um, the the work that's involved with with building new audience on a program that has changed is very, very difficult as well. There were no good solutions mm-hmm. there. Um, so we came up with the best one we have, and that is Live Wire, which is um, out of Portland and, and designed in the fashion of Prairie Home. So it's a variety show with segments and, and guests and musical um, offerings, and The Moth, which has really developed in its production um, uh, qualities and in its uh, robust understanding of of what it is to be a radio show, mm-hmm. so we're hoping that those appeal to some of the folks. Um, there will be no uh, new Prairie Home Companion. Garrison was a one of a kind. You know, it's 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 going to change. Yeah. It's going to change whether we offer it or not. Um, and, and what unfortunately, I,
0: what, what I didn't know about Peg, you know, maybe I'll just be totally honest here though i'm loath to do it uh, prairie home continues on another station that i that i won't mention oh, their, their oh dear. <laughs> it's out there <laughs> it's, it's out there it does continue there um so you could but if you promise to come back right after the right after the program um so yeah we do we do understand it's it's an iconic program and we well remember peg i i you know i told you i'd join you with this we we'd Hold hands and jump off the cliff with it, and, um, <laughs> we, yeah. but it does allow us that, that money that's freed up does allow us to provide a bunch of new exciting programs. So it, that's, does. That's a benefit it does. It does. It
1: facilitates so many more programs. Um, it's it's almost shocking. Yeah.
0: yeah. Our next caller is uh, Carl in Saint George. Uh, let's go to uh, Carl next. It looks like uh, we've lost Carl. oh, go ahead, Carl. Note. Yes, go ahead. And
6: that is, uh, uh, I want to thank both of you and and the rest of the station for the hard work that you've done in recasting this. It's tough times, and you've had to make the tough decisions. One of the things I think we're all so proud of is the fact that you've kept the personalities that you've had in the the local shows and and even that wonderful weather crew that you keep going but best of all because you are attached to an educational institution you've kept your interns working through and keeping them going and we're so happy to see that
0: well thank you for that carl we're proud of the internship program as well
1: thank you carl um Excuse me. Um, local programming was important to people on the survey, and we're trying to build that out. We are, we're actually increasing our number of interns um, this fall, and we're also bringing in um, new segments and new contributions from the community and from the university. So we hear you, and we're, we're trying to build that.
0: So thanks, Carl. Appreciate appreciate that. Uh, let me go to. Uh, we're going to go to uh, six past the hour. We'll, and and if you're tuning in for the TED Radio Hour, you won't miss any of that. You'll uh, you'll get the entire program. Uh, so we'll be out here by six past. But if you have a, a comment or question, uh, certainly would encourage that at 1 800 826 1495. Today is the first day of the programming changes on Utah Public Radio, and we're uh, wanting to hear from you. 1 800 826 1495 or access at gmail.com. Here's an email from Justin who says, Jesse Thorne, meh, Tom Williams, hashtag best interviews ever. So <laughs> <How> I'll, <nice. laughs> I'll, I'll get the check. The check's in the mail to you, Justin. <laughs> Uh, I assure you, I didn't uh, prompt that, but thank you for that, <laughs> Justin. Uh, here's an email uh, from our Brian, who says, uh, "Would you offer to listeners the opportunity for UPR to send them a new programming brochure if they don't have access to the internet?" That's an excellent point.
1: We can. We can. Yeah.
0: Uh, so um, I guess the call to the 800 number would be the best way to do that, one eight hundred eight two six one four nine five. 826 1495 You can get your address and send you out.
1: Or email to UPR upraxcess at
0: gmail.com. E-
1: either one, and we'll mail you a, a, a new brochure with an explanation of all the new programs.
0: Our next caller is Lois from Roy. Uh, Lois, uh, glad you called. Go ahead with your, with your question or comment. Let's see do we have Lois we need to bring her into the system here uh, Lois are you there we'll keep working on on uh, Lois in the meantime uh, I believe um, we have another email from Steve um, Barbara makes an interesting point says Steve that you didn't address that the preferences of people like her who didn't have internet access are underrepresented in your survey results and that's that's a true point uh, we did we did uh, make a, a, the best attempt we could to uh, we actually mailed surveys out to people who we knew or who contacted us who didn't have internet access and then we entered their their uh, results in. so we did make an attempt but it probably in the end people without internet probably are somewhat underrepresented.
1: That's yeah, and that's a difficult question, isn't it? We had it. We had an invitation on air, and we were um, available to help anyone that didn't have internet. But um, but it's a good point. You know, it's a good point. How do you reach everyone?
0: Yeah, uh, and so we'll you know on our next survey coming up. I don't know when that'll be. We'll we'll try to incorporate some of these ideas and paper options into, for paper options for, for, for that yeah uh, Justin writes back in he says no such thing as too much news so he's responding to some of our <laughs> our other uh, emailers so yeah. thanks thanks for that Justin and we're uh, we're trying to get uh, Lois and some other callers in um, so we have a little bit of a lull peg anything you'd like to say here we're nearing the end of the program
1: well just I, I, I'm hoping people will sample some of the things we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about Behind the Headlines, which is a collaboration with um, Salt Lake Tribune. And we're very excited to bring that um, to air. Backstory, which is um, a fascinating program as well, where three historians from different um, centuries talk about innovation and and current events and what they would be like in different time eras we've got um the moth we've got we've we are bringing back radio lab ask me another is an npr um news uh, trivia and game show that's gonna follow wait wait don't tell me i guess i'm interested in people trying out our new 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 um, um lineups for different segments in the day and see how that works for you. See if there's flow. See if you're interested in what comes next. That's that's what we're hoping to present.
0: We're reaching the end of uh, time here. Um, well, not all time, you know, not Armageddon, but <laughs> we're reaching the end tomorrow. of time for this program. <laughs> and so we have a caller from Idaho uh, who uh, joins us. Uh, glad you called. Go ahead with your question or comment.
6: Well, thank you. I'd like to take good time to say thanks for being on the air. And I'm Looking forward to your changes. I uh, listened to classical music, and I didn't like it until I started listening to it. And now that it's not there no more, that's fine. Okay. I'll <laughs> still be able to find it somewhere in some media.
0: R- right. Yeah, that, just, that's what we're hoping for, for other classical listeners, that you can you can find it. Ho- Change is the only over... constant
6: in the world, and I yeah. appreciate that.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Um, Have a good day. Uh, Next up is a caller from Providence. and I'm, I'm sorry, I, I wrote down your name, but I can't read my own writing. So uh, the Providence caller, um, sounds like perhaps we've – are are you there?
5: Yeah, this is Rich from oh, Providence. Oh, hi,
0: Rich. Uh, go ahead with I, your question or comment.
5: Yeah. I did, you know, I just wanted – first off, I just wanted to reach out and thank uh, UPR. I love what you did with StoryCorps. Uh, wild about Utah, Access Utah, um, and I just want to thank uh, thank you for making some of these program changes. I think they're uh, needed. I'm looking forward to hearing them, and I uh, also want to thank the program sponsors, and just let them know that we appreciate them coming in and sponsoring these programs so that uh, me, the public, can listen to them. Um, and I want to thank thank you guys. I think you guys are right on right on the mark. And I enjoy your programming, so
0: good luck. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate that. An excellent okay, point uh, that, that Rich makes. Uh, we thank the sponsors. Without them, along with our listeners, uh, we wouldn't wouldn't be here. I just want to fit in this last uh, email uh, from Glenn. He says, I have stated in the past that I was not a fan of the 11 o'clock music. I have to say I'm excited for the changes. Keep up the good work. Glad Access Utah wasn't supplanted. And, in fact, we doubled Access Utah. We now have right. a repeat at uh, 7 o'clock in the evening. Have a great day. This is That's from Glenn. So that'll... That'll uh, be our last word from our listeners. Um, Ten seconds, Peg. Final comment.
1: Give it a try. Um, it, it, there are new things we're trying to bring you the best that there is to offer in public radio. Please do give us a try or give us a call. Either one, we want to hear back.
0: The number is one eight hundred eight two six one four nine five, or you can reach us to upraccess at gmail dot com. Keep those comments coming. We love to know what you hear. News is next, and following, or actually, not new. We supplanted the news. So, TED Radio Hour is next. Thanks for listening.